Hello and welcome to another episode of the UK Airshow Review Podcast, the podcast we started because we had no airshows to review. My name's Sam, and with me tonight are... Dom. Dan. And Ian. So, uh, what do you guys think about the new uh, commemorative F-15 scheme, if it can be called that, that's just come out of Lake and Heath? It's not a scheme. It's a special tale. It's, are you right there, Ian? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it's something. It I, certainly I is uh, a, a different paint scheme to the normal F-15 paint scheme. That certainly can be said about it. I just think when when they said they were coming out with a scheme, I think we probably all thought there was going to be a bit more to it than a black tails and a coffin on the airbrake. An, an airbrake you can't see normally. Um, it might be an unpopular opinion, but when they did the previous markings, the uh, the D-Day striped eagles and stuff, and the one with the uh, checkered nose, I actually thought it was pretty... Uh, it didn't really work for me. I thought it was pretty naff. Yeah, I I, I get it. Think there's you, you liked it? No, I didn't. I get Ian's point. I didn't like it either. I think there's been there seems to have been a trend lately of U.S. Air Force schemes, maybe or U.S. in total. But I'm just thinking specifically of U.S. Navy, U.S. Air Force schemes, which have haven't really had the airframe thought about when they've done them. Mm. That just haven't yeah. matched the plane they're on. So there was the. The uh, A10, which had a weird yellow nose, like a yellow dot on the nose at the end, that didn't really work with the rest of it and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I mean, I get what um, they're doing; totally get what they're doing. But when you actually, well, it's obvious, yeah. 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 When those obvious, things are applied, just... though, I mean, the D-Day stripes on the wings of that eagle it wasn't too bad, but everything else, it it just didn't. It was just work that weird it. checkerboard at the front. It yeah, just didn't yeah. look. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it just looked weird because it it just it it just stopped, but then the plane didn't stop. No. And it it looked like half finished, and this one kind of looks that way as well. Like it's just not not wanting to knock them, not wanting to sound like, oh, you why haven't you done a big old scheme for us? Particularly if they're going in like a month. Mm. But um, yeah, it just felt like they were going to do more. Um, and what they have done is not not a lot. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I saw that picture. Uh, today, I think somebody sent it in the group, uh, in the air, and yeah, it's, mm. yeah, you can see, see the everything on the tail, but yeah, it's yeah, not a lot. Mm. But doing it, something it, just for the sake of doing something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but, they can, you know, they're, they're entitled to do as much as they want, I suppose. But it wasn't. Yeah, it, it was. It was, and I suppose if they, if they're not, if they're having it flying around for a month before they go home, I don't know if they're going straight to the scrapyard or what, but like they, they, there wouldn't be much call for doing an all-over scheme, I guess. But And there goes our press access to Lake and Heath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have something lined up then, Ian? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not yeah. like but those KC-135s, uh, yeah, they're really good, yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah, <laughs> all, all their, their, nose, their nose are, every single one yeah. is, is, a, is a Mona Lisa, should be in the Louvre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if only an opportunity was made available to me, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Really. <laughs> to, your, to yourself? To myself, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> um, you were telling us, or you, you started to say something before we began recording. Um, oh, yeah. So, um, 
I have a habit at the moment of just going into a bit of a YouTube hole. Everybody does it now and again. I think we're all guilty to it. Sam was talking about a, a car YouTube hole that he's just been in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, a, a channel called... Go on. What are you giggling at? Well, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's what I do do my nine-to-five job. Um, what? Yeah, you, well, YouTube. <laughs> uh, what school do you work for, Ian? Um, I'll, I'll edit this in Garfield I'll Elementary. In <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. He's, he's going to apply a voice changer filter. <laughs> Um, I ended up looking at uh, sinking ships on YouTube. What the f- Yesterday, for some reason. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> I, don't, why? I don't know why. I don't know how <laughs> I got onto it, but like you say, you go from one thing to another, to another, to another. Yeah. Wilfing, as it's called. Yeah. Wilfing? Yeah. So, so like, what was I looking for? for? Wilfing. Oh. Ah, okay. In the trade. Well, I, I, yeah, mm. I, I've, I've got onto the Car Throttle channel. Uh, I don't really know how, but I've been watching a lot of that while I've been coding. So, nice. Okay. So, go on, Dan. Uh, no, so um, I ended up going into a Wilfing. Oh, and also <laughs> been watching uh, channels, a channel dedicated to uh, naval warfare in the Napoleonic era. That's niche. One of yeah. my friends pointed me on to uh, some really good aviation channels, actually. Sorry to, to butt in, but. Uh, some really interesting ones where they've got pretty much live footage or an actual, but mm-hmm. like, taking off procedures, landing procedures, the whole sort of mm-hmm. flight really, um, just non-stop. And it's interesting to see what what happens, uh, different mm. angles. And you, stuff. you could you could just come to me for that, Ian. You, you don't need to watch a YouTube video to find that stuff out. Well, I'll make the opportunity available to myself and I. <laughs> I don't. Give, but I don't, I don't fly a short sky van or a, or a Cessna caravan. <laughs> I, I actually don't watch. I don't think I really watch any aviation stuff on YouTube. Uh, no, see, anyway. So the one I, not the one that I'm going to tell you about, but um, Sam actually points me in the direction of them. I'm not sure if we've talked about it on the podcast before, but the uh, guy called Mustard. Um, oh, yes. mustard, mustard videos on YouTube so are fantastic. Good. The Aquarium so one plan. Everyone should should watch mustard videos. They are brilliant, superb. They are brilliant. Um, cannot recommend them highly enough. I actually subscribe to them on Patreon. They, I, I genuinely every because it's like every time I watch, it, it's like I, I I I'm happy to pay you to make these videos because they're so good. And every single time one comes out, I'm just like get straight onto YouTube and watch that. And they are on the most interesting subjects. They and and they're good. really the videos are brilliant. Yeah, put a link in in the description. If I remember to, I will. Good. Um, no, anyway, sorry, I digress then. So I ended up going into a bit of a YouTube hole of when I was younger. Unfortunately, I didn't have the camera equipment that I do now. So apart from a few hazy memories um, and some really, really crap photos, I don't really remember them that well. So I ended up like watching a bunch of YouTube videos um, from like... React 2010, Wellington 2005, and a few others. And I was watching Wannington 2011, and there was quite a bit on the Thunderbirds, because obviously back then it was quite a big deal that the Thund- cause Thunderbirds were last in the UK in what, 2006? Someone correct me? Seven, I think. Seven, seven, I think. seven. Seven. Um, seven. Six, six would. Uh, USA anniversary, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, but 
um, the one thing I noticed was music with the display and how loud it was. And what, so um, display teams have music. Some of the solo display teams, jet teams have yeah. music. What's your opinion on music with airshow acts? Is it a good thing or rather not have it? Or does it obviously work with certain things more than others? I think it's uh, dependent on the act. And... See, everyone loves a bit of Euro trash. <laughs> if I think about it, if I think back t- to a certain display in my head, I can't see that display without thinking about a certain kind of music played in the background. Um, yeah. I mean, things years gone by, if you had a, a Nimrod display or something, they'd play Nimrod by Elgar, obviously. Um Mm. You've got uh, I can't remember what display it was where they got um, the map room from Raiders of the Lost Ark for that's going to bug me now which aircraft that is I know it's been mentioned on the forums before actually um, but it's like that creepy eerie kind of music um, mm. Jordanian falcons and their bagpipes or whatever yeah. it is strangled cat well the the the, the bagpipes they i don't think they do during the flying during the display but they do play the jordanian music but but that kind of stuff i like i think if it's unique and certainly if it you know it's if it's thematically appropriate like nimrod while a nimrod is flying brilliant that's very yeah. smart even though obviously it's a very recognized piece of music when it's really just very generic cliche music i find it a bit cringy so every and US display item then. <laughs> every <laughs> US yeah. display item and, and in general, certainly if it's a jet display, I think what is the point? Because you're not gonna be able to hear it half the time. It's a waste of time. Um but it's like it, it, there's there's particular pieces that get used in every other display with music because they're either commercially available or the people who put them together recognise them, but it, it's stuff that you just hear all the time anyway. And that's when I find it a bit like, you know, is it is a, you know, is a TV advert or an air display, you know? Mm. I think um, I think it does work well with some displays if it's the right sort of tempo and the right sort of beat, not your trashy electronic dubstep stuff or dance stuff or whatever. But I can think of some that often doesn't work. I can think of some displays. Um, I, I couldn't tell you what they were, but I can think of some in years gone by. Um, actually, I, I did I have shazammed some of the music that they've displayed, uh, the views on displays in the past because I've liked mm, what it mm-hmm. is and it has been quite mm. catchy and it has worked. You know, quite a dynamic song with quite a dynamic display. It, it just depends in, what it is. It, interestingly, I noticed last year that the Patrouille de France um, have started using basically have a better playlist for their for their displays than they have done in the past, and it's 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 just it's like all French music. Um, and some more interesting choices than normal stuff. Um, there was the one that is always I've always remembered as being really, really well chosen. It was actually I think chosen by Ben Donnell for it, but I can't remember. He, I know he told me what it was, which I've now forgotten. But it was it was. Um, do you remember the German Army Bow One Hundred Five display yeah. that came to Riyadh a couple of years? Um, recently, before, yeah, and whatever it was, I think it was Iggy Pop. I can't remember. Something was played during that that was really bouncy and really uh, like fun and energetic. Mm. 
and it really suited the display with you know the loops and mad turns and stuff that the Bow 105 was doing and that really really suited it and it was a, it was sort of a slightly more out there choice of music and I, I remember that working really well. See, the one that I think everyone remembers, but again, it's a bit like what you said, Ian, you pin it to a particular memory. I mean, like, for instance, I remember Nimrod because when I went to the first React, they used it for the Battle of Britain fly past. Um, but React 2011, with because the RAF don't really use music in their no. displays, Mr. Blue Sky and the King Air, yeah. and obviously the sun came out. But that that... that that sticks with the kind of thing. Mm. Whereas, but the funny thing is, for me, using Nimrod for the Battle of Britain Memorial flight is a very obvious choice, and I—that's where I would be going. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, I've I was fifteen. I was I was fifteen at the time, though. So, or fourteen at the time. You still have the mental age of a fourteen-year-old. So not much has changed. But... It's actually gone the other way. It's actually, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that's a really good question. I think the thing—the thing for me that I that I dislike is really short segments of songs and they have loads of different songs in yeah. one display. Yeah. You know, you've got an eight minute display and you have 30 different pieces of music and it's just, just no, just stop. One it does work really well with is the Swiss PC7. Team. Yeah, I, I was thinking of them actually. Um, when we did the interview with them uh, a couple of years ago, I was trying to find something for the Shout introduction to the podcast. Very first podcast. Yes, very, uh, very... Was it, I think it was our third or fourth or something like that. Our yeah. first guest then, sorry. First, first guest yeah. on it, yeah. Uh, yeah, really good interaction with the display team. Some mm. other teams make note. Um, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, they uh, they shared us on their social media, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, really yeah, they good, did, yeah. really good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, moving on. I was trying to find um, just some radio chatter just to put at the start of, the, of that podcast. And again, I ended up going through loads of YouTube videos of their displays and things, and there was an awful lot. And I think I, I remember when they were displayed at Cosford a couple of years ago, um, they used a lot of music, but it worked quite well with, with their display. It, it, it particularly works because they're, they're a very graceful, um, elegant yeah. style of display in the movements that they do. Oh, they do this really good. I'm pretty sure it's new. I've never. I'm sure I've never seen it before. They do this. I think Gordon. Gordon said he thought it was new as well because it was in Malta, so he was there as well. And they do they did this maneuver last year. Oh, it was one of the best things I've ever seen at an air show. Now I'm going to have to use my hands, which is obviously for anyone listening is going to be completely valueless. But this thing with four of them, it's like four four of the planes fly op- opposing circles to each other within a circle. And you've got them crossing over at each quarter. And then another one comes in and goes up through the middle of the circle, noses over and goes back down through the circle while the four of them are still all circling round. And it's brilliant. A genuinely yeah. one of the best dis- maneuvers that. I've ever seen at an air show. Like it was it was so smart and it looked so cool. And I really hope we get. To, I'd, uh, are they coming to the UK? If they release their calendar, I can't. Not, just not released the, yet. The Hornet, Hornet isn't it? At the minute. If I hope they come to the UK this year, if they go to Cosford, it'd be perfect. Yeah. That's genuinely one of the best things I've seen. It was. It was oh, it's brilliant. Was the Hornet at the last Riyadh? Yes. And it was. It was a did, Swiss in the, have, the finish. Did they have the Puma or the PC seventeen? Because don't they usually alternate it? Uh, uh, the Puma. Oh, no, they just had the Hornet. Doesn't it feel like a lifetime ago? In fact, three. my mate, my mate sent me a video earlier of it was it was a YouTube video of um, the MiG twenty one departure from 
Ria. And I was thinking 2019, but it feels so long ago. Mm. Well, it would be three years this year, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah three years, yeah. It's mad. Well, I, so I was I went out last night. I had a, a met up with a mate, and we were talking entirely unrelated. To we were talking about the, the Microsoft buying Activision. If anyone is a, listening is into their video games, um, and we were talking about it, and um, it came up that it's the the sale isn't actually going through until June 2023, and it was like, and sort of for, immediate reaction was like, oh, it's so quite a while away, and it's like, oh no, wait, that's next year. Yeah. And I, I mentioned it earlier, like, suddenly people start talking about 2023, and that's not, like, three or four years away. That's that's next mm. year now. And mm. where's that suddenly come from? Yeah. It's a big birthday for me next year, 2023. How old are you? <laughs> for all the listeners out there, Dom raises middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> do you get do you, you get your letter from the Queen next year? She's still around by then. Of course, she'll be around. Bus pass. <laughs> well, she better be around because I want my bank holidays this year. The bank holidays on my birthday. Is it? Oh wow! I think so. What a nice, what a nice June. gift. What a nice <laughs> gift for you. Probably rain. Well, let's hope she sticks around then. Well, of course, it's going to rain. It's a bank holiday. Yeah, true. Also, um, makes the whole platinum jubilee air show a cost with kind of. Bit of a show news, yeah. Air show news, yeah. Yeah, there's your segue. Smooth, yeah. Um, Watch out, but yeah. Air show news. So, what, what, what is it? What is it? I sort of missed it. What is it they said? It's coming back. They confirmed the date, confirmed and the date is uh, Sunday, <laughs> the 12th of June, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they're celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. So, it's the last 70 years. Or so of aviation, so I, I don't think we can okay. expect uh, a return to the shows that we've had previously. So I think it will be more of a seaside lineup, oh, the odd uh, additional did focus but, on British, didn't yeah, it? yeah, British. Yeah. But I think that's all they can do, really. At the minute, mm. I think it'd be it good be just not. to have have it back. Mm. Yeah, or any air show we get this year. Would be a bonus, but the, the bigger ones, good to have it. I've been was talking to people and they were saying that there's next to no doubt that Riyadh is going to happen this year. Mm. Don't take that from me, obviously, but um, yeah, I think the chances of Riyadh not happening are quite low because, mm. well, hope we we, we sh- hopefully we're now out of the worst of the pandemic. And things are in place, and they will, I'm sure, have very good ideas of how they can make things happen this year. But come come July, I think there shouldn't be anything stopping it from happening. Yeah. No. Could they really afford to not have not happen this year? That's well, Yeovilton question. apparently can, but then that's if Yeovilton are coming back full stop. Yeah. Because there's been no confirmation of that, and the general noises of the Yeovilton's not mm-hmm. happening this year. Love to be proven wrong. I love Yeovilton. That would be a huge loss, actually, um, because not only was it obviously one of the only, I mean, including Cosford, but also Yeovilton being a full-scale airfield and all that, the biggest military-only show in the country, um, as in run by the military. They just It was always a great venue and a great place, and... Has had a brilliant feel to it that 
nowhere else ever managed to capture. Like they, the Navy just seemed to do it a lot better. Um, Never done it. Despite the whole shooting into the sun thing, it was always great fun going. And all the barriers in front of the planes and all the all the things that weren't actually that great about it, but somehow it was just really good fun always. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's, there's a good couple. I mean, Flying Legends hasn't. Fly, the Flying Legends hasn't confirmed from this year. I don't think. That's been really quiet. I th- I've not yeah. seen anything on social. No, about that. and I, their web website still says all the 2021 <clears throat> stuff. It's not being updated. I could believe, with no, you know, nothing to actually base this on, but I could believe that a civilian run show like that you could might be easier to leave later because all you're because you're only dealing with private operators. Mm. I guess. I mean, I'm probably wrong. I'm sure someone will happily let me. In fact, if, in fact, if you if I am wrong, do message in or message me on Facebook or whatever and let me know. Um, but. Uh, I, I could believe it. You you could possibly leave it until slightly later to, to confirm something like that. Well, I think I mean I think that's why Abingdon's still plowing ahead with confirmation because it's very late in the season. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting the like the jet provost and stuff, which is oh, classic jets. <clears throat> wow. The uh, the victory show have had a new website and they're back again for this year as well, which is good. Now that I do need to go to. Yeah, I'm going to go. Never to... been to one of them. Yeah. Is this is this the last one? I get confused now. Is this the last last I, one? I think on one of our social media platforms, they messaged us asking where that rumor had actually come from. Oh, did they? I, yeah, I, I can't remember they when. started so, it. Well, not started the rumor. Yeah, I thought I they, they said it was said, the last one. Yeah, because uh, it was. Well, it would have been twenty. Where are we? Twenty twenty was supposed was to be the last one. Yeah, and of course it didn't yeah. happen. And then they were saying that. 2021 was going to be the last one uh, but because they missed out in 2020 2022 is now going to be the last one but I don't know but what was it I mean I can't remember what they cited as the reason for it being the last one was it the lease of the the land for the show or something like that? I thought it's always a number limited thing well that that was what I had heard when people were saying it was going to be the last one was that it had only ever been intended to be X amount of shows. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I don't think there was any particular reason. Uh, I, oh, I don't think there's any okay. issue with uh, the land that they use. Fair enough. Hopefully well, it'll just hope, keep you know, going. Let's hope it's not. Let's hope it is. I've, I've only ever heard good things about it other than when things have gone wrong that aren't necessarily within their control. So, you know, and I still need to go to one. So they can't They can't actually stop doing them until I've been to one because, mm, obviously... <laughs> I'm Sam Wise. You know who I am. Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. I, I'd like to. I, I went this year for the first time. Last year. Last year, yeah, within the last twelve months. Um, <laughs> I was only there for the flying element. I think I'd, I'd worked in the morning, so I only got there about half one, two o'clock, and I missed the the land warfare display. And I think this year, I'd, I'd definitely do both days, all day, to take mm. from that because mm. some of the photos and that are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have a decent lineup of warbirds as well. To be fair, like it was a proper healthy mix mm. last year. They always get some, and so I, I presume again. I, I only went when I went into a naughty field, um, but it's all quite close, isn't it? Like where the aircraft parks and things yeah. like that, and the you know the runway. So yeah, the, the display line does seem quite far away, but it's dog legged, so you can get some cracking top sides. Mm, display, mm. Displays and takeoffs. Yeah, it really, is really close. 
Yeah, they are limited with the displays, and it is what it is, really. It, it can seem just like an endless trail of going backwards and forwards on that kind of dog leg bit, but mm. it's totally worth it um, for, for the landing and takeoff shots that you can get. If you want to go for your photography, you do get really close. Sadly, you don't get yeah. as close. You used to be able to get right up close, sort of in the middle of the strip, um, mm. and we were able to stay there and just get some awesome shots. I've got some brilliant shots over the years. It's like 2015, 2016 of um, landing and takeoff shots because you were just so close. Uh, and of course, close to where the aircraft are parked as well. And sadly, you can't really get there anymore. But where you, mm. we were positioned towards the northern end of the strip, it, it is just as good. It is totally worth it for for the price and everything else that you get as well. The the, the land battle and everybody mm. that's there, the reenactors, they've got such a passion for it. it, it it's great. It, it is really really good. So I do highly recommend it. And the night shoot as well. If threshold do mm. that again, yeah. Nice. Was there one recently, a night shoot? I can't remember. Yeah, Dom did it, I think, didn't he? We all did it, Ian, Tom. The, uh, the Cosby one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've done some... They've done a couple of Cosford ones since, I think, haven't they? So, I meant quite recently. I think would the last one... Have not, been... not, not, not the Cosby, not, not oh, specifically the... Night shoot in general? Yeah. I think the last one that I'm aware of would have been the Shackleton and Coventry? With yeah, I think. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That was quite good by the looks of things. The Shackleton at night, uh, you know, full engine, yeah. is, oh. is, is a belting thing to see. I I went to one of those. This was a lot. Yeah, I I just didn't have a clue what I was doing, so I haven't really got any photos from it. I think I've got five photos probably that came out all right. But yeah, you, you say when it's when it's dark and you can see the exhausts glowing. And the flames coming out of the exhausts, but and and it's not like just a, the puff of flames, but it's the cone of flame that you can't see in the day. Yeah, mm. and then the noise, you know, everything's just vibrating. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the Shackleton's an incredible machine, anyway. Mm. Yeah, it's maybe being slightly biased, but at night it's, <laughs> it's something else. But what's going to happen to it if uh, Coventry closes and everything else? Well, it is closing when Coventry well, closes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they, they... They're, they're saying they've got two places lined up. That they can't announce, but would it mm. I mean, just have to be roaded? Yeah, doesn't have to be. Fly <laughs> it. I'll fly it. <laughs> well, I I'll mean, I mean, I think there are definitely things that mean it does have to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, yeah. you know that that it, it's not beyond the the literal physical impossibility <laughs> that it it could fly. But I think there are very specific things that mean it can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, yeah, is a shame. It is mad to think that they were... The RF flew them until the 90s? Yeah. Is it 92? Yeah, because like the Sentry came on strength when the... Because there's some great shots of the Shackleton and Sentry in formation. You know, is... something that was essentially a Lancaster. Yeah. Flying until 19... In service until 92. Yeah. And then replaced by something that had been flying since the sixties, anyway. I think. <laughs> yeah. I can remember seeing the Shackletons at uh, it would have been IATs back then, late nineties, uh, late eighties, early nineties. But I mean, they they were outdated within years of entering service, anyway. Mm. <laughs> That's mad. I mean, it must sp- be incredible to see being displayed. <sighs> Is it? I, th- I thought um, this the one in there was the one in South Africa uh, a couple of years ago that 
blew down a wall. Knocked the wall down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, what it's it's live. What happened um, to that? It's still going, I think. It's still going. It doesn't fly. I think it needs re-sparring. Okay. But it's still active. It still runs. Mm. I mean, South Africa at the moment, with the whole news about the ex-Thunder City, the the whole Thunder City fleet has been apparently bought. Um, Oh, we've got a lot of news this week, haven't we? I we have 2022 is turning out to be quite productive for us. Yeah. Um, I can't see the lightnings flying though. Could, I think, I, who, I think, would, who would want to get in those death traps? I think the buccaneers and the hunters will fly. I'd, I'd get they, in. Yeah. If the opportunity was made available to myself. Shut up, kid. I'd I'd hire an aircraft to do an air to air with it. Well, I, no, I would ask the operators to tell me where they're going to be flying because I've already hired a plane. What what aircraft is that, Sam? Uh, a Cessna, Cessna caravan. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. I would assume, anyway. You know, I mean, make sure you you get your copyright and stuff all sorted out as well, because you won't want anyone else picking your photos without uh, without well, permission. There are a lot of well. thieves out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could harm ourselves yeah. themselves. Yeah, burning a fire, in my opinion. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gotta love a niche. Um, <laughs> the best thing is, there are some people out there who understand exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> and the rest are like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> um, Sorry, I thought there was a ghost behind me for a minute. <laughs> Ian, you got so- I didn't realise you got some new tapestries. That's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, do like Edwardian. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's go to South Africa. Let's go to South Africa. Um, uh, see the Ruivolks. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I, re- I reckon the Lightnings would fly, you know, if they had the opportunity. I, t- I don't think they, they will. Would, would no. I, it, yeah, but here's the thing is, it, if you if you were them, big hypothetical, but if you were them, would you, and, and you know, put your logical thinking cap on, would you fly them? Would you fly the Lightnings? Thing is now, I mean, when were the when were the lightnings grounded? I mean, there's, long time ago. There's, there's absolutely no one that's no one that's current, and anyone that was current's probably getting you know on what, a bit. You know now. what happened? You know what happened in their crash, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay, right. we don't need to discuss it then. Go on. Well, I don't. I knew it was. There Go was on. Bad maintenance. What piss poor maintenance? All right. Shocking. I'm saying it's like I know the the incident inside out. What I gather, what happened was they they had a problem. He was flying it. And went to eject and pulled the ejector seat. I can't remember what happened with the plane that went wrong, um, but it couldn't fly it. Like something broke to the point that it couldn't. He couldn't continue to fly it. Pulled the eject seat handle and it just didn't go. No. Yeah. And that was that. And you'd something obviously just the seat hadn't been serviced ever, and things were rotten and all that sort of stuff. And obviously that's then immediately like, yeah, you better start flying now because you can't do that. Um, yeah. But again, and is, yeah, the, is that a horrible. problem with the aircraft, or that's the problem with the maintenance? No, but they weren't. I mean, it's it's a lightning. You know, you're not good. There's there's oh yeah, there, be... there's reasons they're not flying here. Hmm. Um, well, they were quite quite prone to fires as well. I think lightnings. I was just having a Google because uh, I completely forgot about uh, XS four two two, which is the Anglo American Lightning, which oh, the T five. Uh, it's, it's, I think, 
Was it a T4? It's a twin-seater, isn't it? T5. Yeah. Because um, that did a... Well, I did taxi and a fast taxi as well. Um, mm. Several years ago now. Um, mm. No updates on it, but I think they're still... Uh, I, I think they are still hoping to get that return to flight. Mm-hmm. Imagine going to an air show in America and you have the Lightning, an F-104, a Sea Harrier, an F-100... Ooh. What a what a dirty air show! That I mean, a, they've got a lot of stuff, you know, like that going. But um, just in particular, the idea of going to an air show in America and seeing classic <laughs> British stuff that isn't flying in Britain anymore. What was that? Lost the meteor. Phrase you used in the chat the other day. Now I'm sad. I would to go and do. All right. Well, let's not let's not tell the whole world that I said that. Yeah. Yeah. We better. Oh no 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 no! Keep that in, but just. Just beep the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> but just leave the word. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Ian's gone. He's dead. Ian's dead. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh. There's one for well, the outtakes already. Good <laughs> <laughs> start to the year, guys. Oh. <laughs> start as you mean to go on. <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, Louise. Um, no, speaking of... Um, for the sad air show, or no, just sad air show news. No bloody air shows in Scotland. Yeah, anymore. that's incredible. The whole of Scotland. Well, sorry, no, that. no air shows north of Birmingham or something ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, no, well, you've got Black. I'd forgotten about Blackpool and Southport. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, there, uh, yeah, no East Fortune for the foreseeable future, which basically means it's not, it's not going to come back. Um, yeah, crap. That'd be basically. that is going to be a huge loss. I mean, yeah, I mean, I now have to. I'm telling the guys in the group chat. Yeah, I have to go to geographically the closest one to either Blackpool, Southport, or sodding off to Northern Ireland. It's just mad. Um, I can't. But isn't it? Is it? Is, isn't it Bray that regularly gets uh, like the the Swedish Air Force historic? And, yeah. Yeah, they get yeah yeah they got awesome. Ran- randomly get some ridiculous stuff that no one ever even knows that it's gone because no one ever pays attention to the air show because it's in Northern Ireland and we mm. all know everything this side of the Irish scene has no knowledge of anything going on in Northern Ireland. Let's not get too political, but <laughs> um, <laughs> got this podcast is. Should we just stop? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think the the the. I'm going to use the word excuse that they've cited is there should be a lot of cutting this part yeah we have fun with this Ian um, the, the, do you need a moment to collect your thoughts carry on I'm fine I'm fine um, no, I'm not. it's not that funny that air shows have been lost from yeah. Scotland god it's a combination um, of things yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, they blamed the bad weather that they had for the past cut. So, the last show at East Fortune was um, 2019, and the weather was crap. The year before, the weather was rubbish. 
and I think that's kind of what they're saying like you know there's not much we can do about it mm. when was this scheduled for or when did it happen um, 29, 18, 19 uh, it always happens in I want to say late July August um, hang on let me have a look um, I mean it was never a massive show but in the past it had some really great ads like I remember one year I mean this is years ago now had a Norwegian P3 display. Mister mm-hmm. um, Mean has been. Yeah, they've always attracted some. There's always been some interesting yeah. stuff there. It's um, stupid because you know you've got the whole of, well, other than the whole of Scotland, but you've got Edinburgh serves Edinburgh, you know, so yeah, it's a major city to 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 have an air show right on the doorstep of. And it's not that far away. No. Um. So yeah, it, it's a shame. I'm I'm re- end of July was. 27th of and July I, was the I last I imagine show. it's a big loss for the museum as well. Yeah, massively. Because that's going to be a lot of reduced footfall, a lot of reduced advertising for the museum. Usually. No, absolutely. Um, which is very good, by the way. I mean, it, it, um, the National Museum of Flight, um, which is at East Fortune, and, and is Dan and I went a couple of years ago, and it's really, really good. Very, very brilliant yeah. collection there. Was it um, Teesside that announced their air show? Teesside's back. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Teesside, in fact, in fact no, I tell a lie. Um, that's actually, that is actually the closest show now to me. Um, but yeah, they're saying that it's going to be better than before. Uh, no, different, bigger and better than before. So yeah, see what happens, I guess. It's always good to have a, a new air show back on, back on the books, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how far would that be away from you, Scotland? Oh, it's an hour and a half, two hours drive. That's not too bad. Yeah, nah. it's, it's doable. Um, my other half's grandma lives in in Teesside as well, so. Oh really? Yeah, somewhere somewhere free for me to stay for the weekend if if I feel that way inclined. Um, Speaking of, briefly touch on I think before we, we we close off, but talking about something we've we sort of circle around to a lot in our group chat is accommodation for air shows and particularly Riyadh, which obviously the, the length that it goes on. <coughs> Um, I'm wondering what people are doing for that because I know obviously some people are huge um, proponents of camping and other people like myself desperately (laughs) need to be able to roll into a shower before they can physically move in the morning Um, (laughs) but I I actually was was looking around because I I was really struggling to find places for Riyadh this year and then I happened to find an Airbnb somewhere that was about £350 for the week which, considering where it is, is not too bad. Um, but it's just on the outskirts, of, on 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 the right side of it, just on the outskirts of Swindon. So it's not spectacularly close. I've actually already got my accommodation booked for next year, funnily enough. But I found somewhere <laughs> really unbelievably convenient and for a decent price. Well, I've so, just booked a nice right. cottage for 2024. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is, it's, 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 it's booked for it one show night this year. So I can't book it for the week. Because it's booked up for one night. Oh what? Just get spooning. I think <laughs> the audacity. Twenty nineteen. I stayed in in a motel actually um, for fifty quid. Yeah, well, uh, I, found it, I was looking for some accommodation. Um, I can't remember where it is now. Let's have a look on Google Maps. It wasn't that far away. Well, I suppose you get. I suppose it, you it, get was, the it was pretty good. I say fifty though. quid a night. It, it was about half an hour journey. Um, but yeah. yeah. Just, just mm. what, what we wanted. Okay. 
Not too bad. I'm on the other hand. Yeah, yeah I love camping. Just that. I've camped for, I think the last four, this will be my fourth year. Um, this year I'm staying at Kemsford, which I've never done before. So a lot of the UCAR guys do camp at Kemsford, so there'll be a good group of us there. I've done the official React campsite for the last three years. No problems with it whatsoever. There's yeah, you rate it, don't you? For the price mm-hmm. you pay, I mean, I I think for for the week Wednesday to Sunday night it was one hundred and ten pound. Mm-hmm. Clean showers every night, warm toilets are there. They're clean and happy. The food is a bit of a hassle because on-site catering tends to be quite expensive. So I, I'd travel into Fairford Village, but you, you're living on takeaways for a week and. You know, Tom regularly speaks about how just horribly he feels after eating just nothing. Well, that, that's week. why I've tried to do Airbnbs. Mm. Actually, that cottage, but uh, other places I've stayed doing an Airbnb, you get a kitchen and you can make pack, proper packed lunches and have proper meals. And yeah, well, and stuff. what I tend you to s- do, um, I do a bulk shop before I go. You know, fresh water, fresh out of fresh fruit, and then. During the nights, I'll pop into the co-op in Fairford Village, get some bread, some ham, some cheese, some you know, stuff like that. So I will have a packed lunch. I'm not just you know eating on sausage and bacon, perhaps you know twice a day, and then a bag of chips mm-hmm. in the night. I do try and vary it a bit, and it served me well. You know, for, for like you said, you, if you're paying three hundred quid for just your accommodation, my accommodation mm-hmm. plus free outstand cost less than that. Yeah. So that's a big draw for me, you know, waking up, I can wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning, have a shower, literally cross the road and I'm in the showground. Mm-hmm. Yes, even if you're, you know, half an hour car journey anyway, it, that would take its toll. Yeah. What? No, I'm, I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. perfect, that's why I like the place that I have found otherwise, that I know Ian has cut out so no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, because that that is like, that is on, on the doorstep, so... What what I need is some relative to move to Fairford Village, and let me stay with them for free for a week, and that's that's really if they were considerate, they would do. Well, as long as Fairford continues to host React, when I win the lottery, I'm going to buy a house in Welford. I've already spotted it. I know exactly what I'm going to buy. So. All par around there when I win the lottery. Well, we've talked about it for a couple of years, actually, haven't we? about actually getting something like a big Airbnb for the bunch of us. All of us, yeah. Yeah. But but oh, to be honest, you're lucky if you can get an Airbnb around on those dates. They ramp the prices up so much. It's mad. I've just had a look. Uh, it was Molly's Motel in Farringdon. Where oh, that sounds... American. <laughs> it sounds sweet. It squeaky does sound dodge, it? but it is. It, it was decent. It's, it's proper establishment. Get, 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 get a good, good night's sleep, did you? Oh, all, yeah. all peaceful Even, and quiet. Eventually, yeah. <coughs> still a bit sore now, but I remember when down. I remember when me, Daz, and Aaron went to uh, Greece. I think it was the the RF4 retirement thing, and the last night we stayed in this uh, hotel, a real cheap place, and it was clearly such a local knocking shop because we all we were all outside on the front having beers in the evening. Um, and there were just men going in with young women, just this constant stream going mm. in and out, and it was like, Christ. <laughs> um, um, we're going to do, uh, I don't know if, if you listen to, uh, I think, two or three episodes ago, we did a uh, a little quick fire questions round, 
uh, which I thought was quite good fun. So we're going to try it again. Tom has supplied these uh, to make up for his not being here, mm-hmm. um, which is decent of him. So we're going to start off with, and I'm going to start off with Ian. Tell me you're an aviation enthusiast without telling me you're an aviation enthusiast. <laughs> That's a hard one. I know. I'm just thinking about this because I knew you were going to ask me. Um, <laughs> I can probably tell people I'm an aviation enthusiast if I'm in conversation, as happened several times this week at work in my office when someone's been talking to me and I've just completely turned away from what they're doing and looked out the window to see mm-hmm. probably uh, four F-15s fly over. So that's all I've got. <laughs> Sorry, what's <Dom>? that? <laughs> uh, I, say I probably walked into a lamppost looking at an aircraft. That's bad. That's impressive. Did you hurt yourself? No, we're at the lamppost. <laughs> oh, you're right, mate. <laughs> oh, you're odd. From Birmingham, am I? <laughs> um, Dan. Um, so everyone teases me at work because before I get, to, whenever, so we've had a few pilots coming recently. And before I've been able to open my mouth and go, oh, I used to fly airplanes, all my work colleagues turn around and go, oh, Dan, uh, you used to be a pilot, didn't you? <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> pirates. Oh, oh Dan, yeah, you've I, never mentioned that we, you were a pilot before. Yeah, we, we do that as well, though, Dan, so. Yeah, yeah, you, in you're fact, all arseholes. In fact, every, every, I think every time I've gone anywhere with Dan and we've met other people, I've I've done the introducing for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I've always, I've always very heavily stressed the used to be. Yeah. So, almost. Yeah. Thanks. Cheers for that, Sam. <laughs> okay. I think for me, it's the fact that I don't have any item of upper body clothing that I didn't buy at an air show. What are you wearing at the moment? Uh, it's the. What are you um, wearing? The. Do you remember the Black Hawk that came with the H C one thirty at Riyadh twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen? And they they stuck a black hawk in the back. Oh, that was twenty eighteen. No, they yeah. stuck a black hawk in the back of the C seventeen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. And they had the yeah. Do you remember it was it was the lovely old C one thirty eight? Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. And I wasn't got, uh, the, bring, the combat king. Didn't they bring that in a C seventeen that didn't stay at the show? That's incredible. Perfect American peak, peak yeah, US had, Air they Force. They had to do twenty flights to support the president going somewhere. Probably <laughs> busy. So just dropping um, off one helicopter. It's fine, mate. It's fine, mate. Just for an air <laughs> Um And they didn't even... They could have done what the Canadians did with the Chinook and actually fly it in. That was annoying. Well, not annoying. I mean, it was, you know... It's very cool that it was there. It sounds very ungrateful. But it was even cooler that the Canadians flew the Chinook to Bryce Norton and flew it into the show. They flew the AB-412, or whatever they call their AB-412 student. Didn't well, fly that one. They just no, put it in the back of it. Yeah. Oh, did they not? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought they flew that one. Oh. Yeah, that, that would have been very cool as well. But again, you know, it's, well, it's cool to see it. You know, to, to have to, to have a helicopter from the other side, of, you know, across an ocean on static is cool, mm. even if it doesn't fly in. The Canadian Chinook, it stuck about for a couple of weeks, didn't it? Cause yeah, it did a few things with the RAF, didn't it? it? Yeah, they, they did some stuff. Um, number two, would you rather unwittingly leave your night shoot settings on for half a single air show or... Have a dead bug right in the middle of your viewfinder for an entire year. So you're talking about half an air show written off. I don't know, my shots anyway, to be honest. <laughs> so for you, Ian, it w- you're going to go with the form one because it wouldn't make any difference anyway. 
Well, it depends. Well, that, I, what? There's a morale boost for you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Do you say it depends what type of bug it is? Yeah, it might be like a little little gnat. Yeah, a giant. I think the spirit of the question is one quite not bad stag beetle. How's that going to go in your fucking viewfinder, Dan? Leave it on the ground. But um, something if, big if enough it, that, you're, that all the time you're like, oh, if it's in the viewfinder, does that mean it's actually in the viewfinder or the yeah? It's not. It's not affecting it's elements. Or no, it's not. Elements. It's not affecting. It's not affecting the images. Is it dead? Oh yeah, dead bug hundred percent. Yeah, dead bug. S- but all the time you can't see anything. It's a big bug in front of it all. Is it dead? Obviously. It might not be. What's <laughs> wrong with you tonight? Devo, Devo, any? Is it dead? dead? <laughs> Oh, your brain! <laughs> you dickhead! <laughs> Ooh, there's a throwback. Um, yeah, dead bugs. Worst, worst things to hear from an airshow commentator. And regrettably, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, good yes. Do you know what? Actually, that that I broke out in mm. hives hearing that. That's a good point. <laughs> and I could hear it in Ben Donnell's voice as well. Or alternatively, and uh, there's been a few changes to the display schedule. Mm-hmm. It's always mm-hmm. another one where you think, ah, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And coming up, ladies and gentlemen, the next act on our display program, Baby Blue. I fucking love two seventeens. <laughs> People won't get that joke, but I'll explain it because it's very much to Dan's at Dan's expense. When we went to Skridstrup. Um, 2016 for the Danish air show. We had a great time. We went there to see the Su- Ukrainian Su-27. Anyway, we were, we were there on the arrivals days on in the spotters package. So we were walking along. Um, Danielle... Walk... Well... No, her name isn't Wingwalker. <laughs> I thought her surname was Walker. <laughs> no, that's her job. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Danielle, Danielle, the the, she, the the one who was in the Brightling Wingwalkers, and was it Waterman? No, it doesn't matter. Anyway, 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 she was walking along, and we yeah, I was, don't. She's an attractive woman, um, and we were walking along the air show, and uh, she walked past. I think, I think, with her pilot, they just walked past, and we sort of noticed her, and. Sim- uh, more, more because we knew who it was and obviously it was like a recognisable person on the air show scene and we all sort of clammed up a bit and Ugh. at the same time <laughs> a truck was towing a Danish Air Force T-17 on a taxiway in front of us and Dan just in, in like the sort of to break the silence and not make it awkward as we walked past her just said I love T-17s <laughs> and it was so obvious what what he was doing that it was it was humiliating mostly for him but for everyone involved i couldn't look did like she it te- was did it she... was just awful she did... knew oh no dan, you could tell it? she knew dan dan what is it with you and women at air shows you nearly headbutted that woman in Milan in france <laughs> jesus he, he did as well <laughs> i so, went to in the context of this one as the, as the french french do Kiss on his cheek when you introduce yourself. <laughs> Dan, was up, Dan went up to this woman. This woman says hello. Someone put their hand out. I didn't know where... You know the awkward part where you don't know whether to kiss, handshake, do what? Dan decided to do both and nearly just headbutt this woman. 
dear. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm going to go to any air shows this year. <laughs> no, just don't go to an air show where there's women. Where there's women. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dom, worst things to hear from an air show commentator? <coughs> Count the propellers. Oh, God. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Wait, what was that? Um, in re- what's that in reference to? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said if they say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, but obviously now having Evie, and I will take her to an air show. That's right, Laura's not down here. She will go <laughs> to an air show. Um, I probably won't mind that. Uh, if somebody says something with the uh, a sentence with the word spluff or anything like that, you know, <laughs> strangling. Um, but I think oh. I'll go with them doing an announcement for leaving a dog in a car on a hot day at an air show. Well, that, no, that, you can't use that as an answer to the question because that's just horrible to hear. That's not, that's not <laughs> a funny joke. It's the worst thing to hear. Everything <laughs> ruined the joke. Now <laughs> that's just sad. <laughs> Ian doesn't actually watch the That's air just show. something that you don't want to hear the commentator say because it means something bad has happened. That's just, not funny. I took around the car park breaking all the windows. Do you know what you know about planes? <laughs> it doesn't come with a camera bag. It just comes with a bag full of bricks. <laughs> In a camera bag. That, that looks sad, sad Ian. Thanks that looks really disappointing. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Dan, no air show is complete without blank. Oh, sunburn on my forehead. Yeah. Um, proper lobster face. <coughs> if not, you've not done it properly. I think for a little bit of a niche U-car reference would be... Um, I forgot his name. What? What's the wrestler? Ray. What's huh? the wrestler? John Cena. Oh, John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> so anyone, if anyone's at Rhea and they hear that, they know they're UCAR staff members. Avoid <laughs> us. Avoid us all. <laughs> For me, I think no air show is complete without someone going, is that a spitfire every time anything with a propeller takes off? I'll uh, I'll go with indigestion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Left field. Wow. Smart. <laughs> really? Every time? Pretty much. Oh, mate. <laughs> no air show is complete. No air show is complete without stands selling gold bars, sofas and house shares. Yes. Apparently. Yes. Apparently. And Costco memberships. Costco <laughs> memberships. No, you can buy some UPVC windows as well. I remember at Waddington, uh, if you walked the flight line and you went round the curve at the end where they have the sentries in the hangar where they used to, there was always a tent there for years and years, and it was Madame Gypsy Sarah. Oh. This really tattered but tent. But it had, like, I'm the seventh daughter of a seventh daughter. <coughs> I had a crow on my day of birth fly overhead or something. <laughs> I mean, that's at least... I think that's at least more interesting than them selling... St- who's who's buying this stuff at an air show? Sadly, she had to stop due to unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, nice. Good joke. Nice. Well, well, a well-trodden Just, joke. Everyone's a critic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I think there's things like smells, I think... The, the smell of jet fuel and the smell of... Um, lose Yeah, probably Skyvan-priced yeah. burgers and stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe. 
such top references in this podcast. Oh, That's great. It's a very meta episode, isn't it? <laughs> and on that note, shall we say goodnight and goodbye and before see you in another episode? Trouble. Before we get into trouble, before yeah. we start getting... <laughs> Letters uh, sent to us from solicitors and <laughs> Ofcom. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been another episode of the UK Asia Review podcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed what you listened to, uh, God help you. But you might like to share the <laughs> show with friends, family, neighbours, people on the street, traffic wardens, uh, <laughs> GPs, people giving the vaccinations at the the drop-in centres. Um, John Cena fans. John Cena fans. Downing Street, not parties, but just yeah. Anyone you're having a work meeting with uh, in the garden? Um, yeah. But you don't know that it's a party. But you, but you don't know because no one told you. But but you did know that it was a party. But also, no one told you that it, it was against the rules, even though you didn't know it was a party anyway. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, pretty much any podcast provider now. Um, we we we're on. Or you can you can read our articles of air shows and um, features and interviews and stuff at airshows.co.uk, and we have a forum which is generally pretty active. Uh, not so much for the last year, but um, there's there's a lot of discussion on there about aviation uh, in general. Uh, Forums.airshows.co.uk, and you I mean, you can find it on the website anyway. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you for listening, and see you in another episode. Goodbye. <laughs>